that. All right, this one's gonna sound a little rough. I don't have my microphone on me and we're driving in a car. So I will do the best I can. It's gonna be quick and dirty, quick and dirty. Just got out of Spookies. I saw it was playing and just very impulsively decided to go check it out with my Alamo Draft House season pass and wow. I literally knew nothing about Spookies. It's just one of those covers that you always see at the uh, video store or, you know, on streaming sites or whatever. I think just something, uh, a cover I'm very familiar with, but completely unaware of its contents. And so I had absolutely no idea what to expect. As it turned out, uh, Michael Gingold and the directors, Ers were in the house because they're doing a double a double feature screening which I could not stay for. I had to bounce. I really wanted to stay. They're they're about to screen a documentary about the making of Spookies and they're going to do a Q&A with everybody at the end. Couldn't stay for it, which sucks. I really want <laughs> probably all of the answers to all of my questions are in that documentary and that Q&A. I used to film the Q&As here all the time and upload them. A lot of them with Michael Gingold from Rue Morgue and um, Fangoria. So anyway, this movie is virtually undescribable. Like, I mean, I'm going to try my best. It's hard. It's one of those movies. It's a gem. It's one of those movies where you're just like, hey, you have to see this. And you get together with friends and laugh about how ridiculous it is. Except, generally speaking, there's not... What makes something ridiculous so awesome is that it's trying to be really serious and that it ends up being ridiculous. In this case, I think there's that element, but what takes it to a whole nother level is the practical effects, the special effects. This movie came out in 1986 and you know, it, it, it's just like all the, all the rage, you know, practical special effects and everybody's doing them. And, uh, so there's a lot, there's a lot in here and it's just, it, it's a, it's a feast for the eyes, I guess. So another thing that's interesting is you can tell, I, I mean, I think I would know actually, because I made a movie that started off as one movie and ended up as another. You can tell that this movie is a bunch of different movies, incomplete movies, cobbled together into one movie. Hands down. The way it's edited, the disjointedness of it all, the incoherent nature. So many things are unexplained. And yet, what I'm marveled at, what I marvel at, is the, uh, the power of juxtaposition. How you can put two things next to each other and the brain, the audience member... Whoever's watching it can associate them in some way, shape, or form, even if it doesn't 100% make sense. And ultimately, at its core, the soul of film, of cinema, is juxtaposition, which means, you know, uh, put, I, I don't know what the definition, I don't know the, the, the textbook definition off the top of my head, but putting two things together right next to each other, um, that's a juxtaposition, right? And uh, so they took three... <laughs> three clearly incomplete ideas and mesh them all together. You get zombies, you have a haunted house, you have a sorcerer, you have a weird cat man, 
You have uh, a ghoulish monk son with blue skin and, and fangs. You have an old wizard sorcerer guy. You have a young bride who then tr somehow magically becomes a girl running away from zombies for the last, you know, 10, 15 minutes of a movie. Um, you have these crazy, like, this crazy group of people. None of them make sense. Here's the thing. Not a single thing ever gets explained in Spookies. We don't know why these people are driving in the middle of the night. They just start looking for a place to party. Um, there's like every all the couples are all mismatched. It's like you're you're instead of your 80s your group of 80s teens, you have all these mismatched couples like just driving in two cars. There's one guy who has a puppet. He talks with the puppet, and he wears a T-shirt with his picture on it and a picture of his puppet. Um, there's this crazy spider woman. She's this Asian woman that, like, the thing is, like, there are creatures that that pop up and then, you know, vanish just as quickly, never to be heard from or explained again. In this case, you know, there's this crazy Asian spider woman who just, like, comes out of nowhere, you know, transforms into a spider woman, eats the guy with the puppet, and then that's it. She sucks out all his fluids. Um... Just so many crazy creature characters. An, an aquatic sort of version of the impish creatures from the gate, I guess. There's a girl who rats, who speaks with the worst British accent you ever heard. And um, this guy who acts with his body, her, her, her boyfriend, I guess. Just everything, I, like I'm so overly stimulated and excited, I can't even begin to do this justice. What you really need to do is a commentary. That's what you need to do. The one thing I did do, normally I don't look up anything before I give my fresh reactions to a movie or whatever. One thing I did do, I looked up, I just wanted to see if there was more than one director. And sure enough, there were three directors and three writers. It was th three writer-directors making Spookies. And apparently all three of them were in the screening I was just at. And I had to leave. I didn't even know who they were. I wish I could have gone up to them and been like, dude, what the what the fuck did you make? Um, I mean, that is, wow. It amazes me that that movie is not like a midnight cult favorite. And um, it also excites me from a storytelling standpoint. And here's why. I mean, yes, your story needs to make sense and whatnot. But it just like watching that movie and like all the insanity that's in that movie made me realize that you can make something so crazy, off the wall, inexplainable, and even if it doesn't make sense, it's still going to be enjoyed. It can still be enjoyed. It can still be exciting. It can still be entertaining. And that's what, that's the biggest lesson, the biggest takeaway, that juxtaposition I was talking about, that's the biggest takeaway that I got from watching Spookies. There's a guy, his name is uh, Duke, Duke Green, and he wears this black leather like jumpsuit uh, that's in two pieces. It's not, um, it's a shirt and pants and it's got like this white zipper that goes down the, the middle. I kept thinking he was like the evil version, like like Dark Flash, you know what I mean? From the comics, like, or, or Flash Gordon or something. And uh, he was just like a total brute and one, you know, every character like acts super incoherently. Um, again, I, I just, I wish I could stay and watch the story. I, I'll catch the documentary at some point. I have to know how these three insane films all came together to make Spookies. It's just, what a what an insane... As a matter of fact, as I'm driving away, I'm starting to feel 
intense regret that I could not stay for that for that second screening, but I can't. I can't do it. Um, I have other places to be. But um, yeah, go watch Spookies if you get the chance. Go watch it with people. You have to see this movie with people. You have to be able to turn to the person next to you and be like, what the fuck are we watching? And like, laugh about it. Like, it's not something, yes, it's fun to see it on a, on a big screen. And yes, it would be even better to see it at midnight with a midnight audience um, for just, you know, where everybody's like calling things out of the screen. But like, you almost like need to be able to turn to someone and be like, what the fuck are we watching? This is insane. So... Uh, so yeah, that is Spookies. Check it out. And we will return very soon with another review for 31 Days of Halloween. Peace. Hair grease. I'm out.